I want to look at um, a subject that God's put on my heart this morning as I've been waiting on the Lord wondering Lord what shall I share with these folk what what do you have to say to us Lord what do you have to say I don't want to bring my ideas I don't want to bring my presumptions of what God should be speaking to us anything like that I want God himself to speak to me and to speak to us and he knew who was coming and he knows what we need to hear I believe that with all my heart I trust him completely so I'm going to go into the book of Revelation to start and we're going to look at the first chapter which is chapter 1 you you uh, be surprised to know so chapter 1 of the book of Revelation I just want to bring out I suppose not a topic I just want to bring out something Jesus said being the resurrect as a resurrected Lord that he is and I want to where should we start? We're going to look at chapter 1. We're going to start with... I don't want to read more than we need to because there's a lot to read, isn't there? So we're going to start with verse 9. Okay? Of Revelation chapter 1. I'm just going to read a few verses. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying I am Alpha and Omega the first and the last and what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks and in the midst of the candlesticks was one like unto the Son of Man clothed with a garment down to the foot and girt about the paps with a golden girdle his head and his hairs were white like wool as white as snow and his eyes were as a flame of fire and his feet like unto fine brass as if they burned in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters and he had in his right hand seven stars and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword and his countenance was as the sun shineth in its strength and when I saw him I fell at his feet as dead and he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me fear not I am the first and the last 
I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell, or more properly, Hades, and of death. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. And then he explains, the mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand are the seven golden candlesticks, and the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. I just want to pick out a little verse there. Jesus said, I am he that lives, 18, and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of Hades and death. Jesus Christ, the risen Lord, has the keys of Hades, or translated in this version as hell, and of death. So he's got the key to Hades, which is the grave. That's what Hades is, is the grave. It's where those people who die go. It's not Gehenna, which is hell. And of death. So he's got the key there. Keys. Both keys. I want you to turn now back in your Bible to Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. So you go back in your Bible or forward if you want to think that way around into chapter 2 and just a couple of little verses now the writer to the Hebrews is quoting from the Old Testament there's lots and lots of quotes about Jesus Christ uh, uh, that he is God is now speaking to us through Jesus Christ not through the Old Testament prophets and if you drop down in chapter 2 to verse 14. So verse 14 of chapter 2 Hebrews. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood. This is referring to Jesus. He also himself in like manner or likewise took part of the same. That through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. I want to read that again. So important. Truth is the thing that sets us free. Jesus said, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So this is the truth. He partook of the same, or took part of the same, as you read there in verse 14, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. See, he's now got the keys of death and hell, Hades, because he overcame through his death. In his death, he destroyed, let me, let me say this as clear as I can, in his death he destroyed death. In his death, because 
he says there that he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil so he's destroyed the devil you might not believe that I do I'm absolutely certain of it he has destroyed the devil some versions might have uh, made him powerless but that is that's just one way of translating it it actually also means destroyed him made void made him useless so the devil no longer has power of death because Jesus Christ has destroyed him and delivered them and that word them is emphasized in the original who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage see it's the devil that makes people afraid of death but Jesus has got the key to Hades and death Jesus has got the keys and he's come to set people free from Hades and death that's what he's come to do because he's come to give us eternal life so if we believe in him we will know that he has the keys of Hades and the keys of death and that he has destroyed the devil who had the power of death he had the power of death it says there him that had the power of death not him that has so he no longer has it does he you see and it was through fear of death that he keeps people in bondage so Jesus has got the keys to Hades and death I want to uh, look at into John 10 if you would turn to John 10 with me there's a few scriptures I want to look at John chapter 10 things we've, we've, we've looked at here before and you'll be familiar with aspects of what I'm going to say but I want to bring out certain truths here and I'm going to start at the beginning of the chapter in verse 1 John chapter 10 so he says truly truly or even might have amen amen or verily verily which I think we got in the authorised version so that what he's saying this is the truth truly truly or verily verily it means this is the truth and he says it twice truth truth the truth shall make you three I say unto you now he's telling us the truth not that he could ever do anything else he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold I just want to say there last week we had a little discussion about prepositions and I said prepositions are very important when it comes to the Bible sometimes the translators get the preposition wrong and if you go to the Greek not that I'm suggesting you do but if you did you'll find that the word by the door is should be through the door so you go through the door don't you normally you go through a door don't you if it's open that is so if he that enters not by the door 
into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. So who's, who is the thief and the robber, do you think? The same is a th I want to look at that and explain a bit about it. But he that enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow but will flee from him for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake to them. Then said Jesus unto them, Truly, truly, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. When he says all that came before me, he means those that came before to try and take his sheep, you see, because he said they didn't hear him. Okay? He's not saying everyone in the world. Because you could read it that way, couldn't you? The sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Through me, that's the preposition, through me, if any entered in, he shall be saved. Isn't that lovely? If anyone should enter in through me, the door, he shall, or she shall, if you want to say that, shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Okay, I'll stop there. Um, the thief. Who's the thief, do you think? Who's the thief? The devil. Well done. The devil. Is he a thief? You answer me. Is, I mean, not, don't have to shout it out. Is he a thief? Yeah. Was he stolen? Stolen your life. Stolen your time. Stolen your physical body as well in some cases. Because all illness comes from Adam's sin originally, doesn't it? And we're all got... And the older we get, the more we realise that... Uh, how frail we are. So you know that the devil came to Eve contradicted God and he said no you won't surely die why did he do that because he wanted to steal because he's a thief and he's a robber do you know what another translation for the word robber you think it's the same thing thief robber sorry no are you familiar with the old-fashioned word brigand a brigand? Now a brigand would be have a, like uh, what's his name in his merry men? Highwaymen sort of person. They'd stop you as you were travelling and they'd take your money, maybe take your clothes, 
take your belongings. That's a robber. Okay? A, a thief can take your money anywhere, can't he? Take your belongings anywhere. But a brigand is one that his whole purpose is to come and to rob you wherever you are. He's a brigand. And that's what he's come to do. And just look what it says. The thief comes, I'll just try and find it again, in verse 10, to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's what the devil came to do. To steal, to destroy. He wants to destroy your life. To kill. I've come that you might have life and you might have it abundantly. So, when Jesus says, I've got the keys of death and hell, what he's saying is that I've and we read in Hebrews, he's destroyed that work that the devil did. He completely destroyed it. I think there's a, a little verse, um, I don't know, I can't remember where it is. I think it's uh, in, in Matthew, where Jesus says, it, and they accused him, they said, oh, you're casting out devils by the prince of devils. And Jesus said, unless the the strong man, the owner of the house, unless he's bound first, the thief can't come and plunder his goods. Are you familiar with that? He can't come unless you bind. So therefore, he said, if I cast out devils, you, you can be assured the kingdom of heaven has come. Because I bound the strong man. He's bound the strong man. He's bound the destroyer. He's bound the one and he's taking his keys off him. So the devil, as he read in Hebrews, no, has no longer any power over death and fear. So we can be completely free from fear because he's come to give us his life. But we must enter in we must go in through Jesus Christ what we think we sung earlier on was chapter 14 I think isn't it of John there's a song we sung yes chapter 14 as Philip says to him doesn't he so I've got to go away he says don't let your heart be troubled. Just try and pick it up now. And the right verse. Well, let's read. Let's read one to six. I think it's uh, it's verse six, isn't it? Let's read from one, chapter fourteen, verse one. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. You see, they know the way, but they said, no, we don't. Thomas said unto him, Lord, 
we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto them, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but through me, not by me. Do your Bible has through me? Yeah. He has by me. See, you've got to come through the door. Through the door. Jesus is the door. I'm going to go into Revelation. You don't have to turn to it. I'm just going to go into chapter 4. I'd rather you keep turning back and forth. Chapter 3, I think it is, the book of Revelation. I just want to pick out something. So, okay, if you've, got, if you've turned to it, fair enough, but you don't need to. So, chapter 3, the book of Revelation, and, to, um, and verse 7. To the angel of the church of Philadelphia write these things, saith he that is holy. We sung about being holy. Well, he is holy. That's why we need to be holy as well. He that is true. And he that has the key of David. Well, Jesus said, I got the key. I got the key of death. I got the key of Hades. I got them. No one else has got them but me. Because he was holy. And he died as a holy man, as a son of God, and was resurrected through faith in his Father. And he now is the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega. And he has those keys. He's got a key. And his key, he that opens and no man shuts. And shuts that no man opens. See, he opens and shuts. And no one can do anything about it. If he shuts the door, how, how are we going to go through it? No man can open it if he shuts it, and no man can close it if he opens it. This is the power that Jesus Christ have over our destiny. If we will let him, if we will believe him that he has destroyed the works of the devil, he is the only one now that has the key to your destiny to my destiny and we've got to go through that door see that you can't go through the door unless you believe in him and then you go through him no one comes unto the father except through me you can't go there of yourself you can't say, well, I'm going to go through. I'm determined I'm going to go. I'm going to go to heaven when I die. I've decided. Yeah, go on then. Let's see you do it. No, I'm serious. You know, people think like that. Oh, I've had a good life. You know, I'm not a terrible person. All of sin to come short of the glory of God. And if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, we'd all spend eternity in hell. Whether you like that or not is part from the point. It's the truth. And the truth will make us free. You know, it's when we have our own ideas and our own presumptions and assumptions about things. That's never going to set us free. It's when we face the truth like that. 
head on and say, Lord, I believe what you say. I don't believe what the devil says, because he's a liar from the beginning. He has no power over you. He has no power over me, if we'll believe it. But you've got to believe it first. And then you can go through with what you believe, through Jesus Christ. Lord, I believe the devil doesn't have any power over me anymore. That's the determination. That's faith. Faith believes and asks not how, Wesley said in one of his hymns. Faith believes and asks not how. I mean, it wasn't Wesley, but some hymn says that. Faith believes and not asks not how. Because once we start ask, asking how, we're defeated. Lord, I believe, just like Mary said to the angel, be it unto me according to thy word, not what I think. And she had Jesus, because she received what he said. And God did the rest, and that's how it is with us. We must receive his truth. And when we receive the truth, we are made free. And it will come to pass. It won't come to pass if we sit on it and say, oh, maybe next month, next year, when I'm feeling a bit better, my circumstances have changed a bit, well, maybe then. And maybe by then you're dead. No, serious. It is, very, it is that serious. So I just want to say, I don't really need to turn back to the Bible because... I believe the Lord here speaking to us. He has bound the strong man. Right? He's spoiled his goods. He's taken the keys for you and me so that we can be free. So that we can know in ourselves that the strong man has been bound, the devil, and the old man, if you like. And we're free. Do you believe you're free? Do you know you're free? Do you know that you're free, free because Jesus Christ has done the work? Not because, you, not because of what you think, but because of what Jesus has done it. We read that in Hebrews. Chapter 2. Now, I'm telling you, if you believe this, you've got it. If you believe what Jesus says, you've got it. He said, if you've got faith as a grain of mustard seed, you say, oh, don't be stupid, you can't say to that mountain. Let's see you do it then. He's talking about a principle, and it shall obey you. You've got no need to move a mountain of you. That's silly thinking like that. But if you've got something in your life that needs moving, and you've got faith, and you believe, he'll do it. And that's why we read here. I just want to just emphasize this a bit. I just feel I should.
this is why Jesus became a man. It's ever so clear. Look. Verily, he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. You see that further down in verse 16. Um, verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took on the same. For what reason? For this reason, that he that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Bondage comes from fear. You, Trisha's, oh, don't mind saying this, do you? Trisha's got his fraid, fraid of, fraid of, afraid of, of heights, aren't you? So, so you can't go there. So that's one thing you can't do in your life. So you're bound by the fear. It's the truth. It's the truth. Fear binds every time. He, you know, that's why John says in, in his epistle, there's no fear in love. In his first epistle, he said, he that fears is not made perfect in love. Because perfect love casts out fear perfect love you can read it in John's first epistle I think it's chapter 4 pretty sure it is 1 John chapter 4 perfect love casts out fear and that's what he's come to do and he's done it because you and I no longer need to be fearful because Jesus has got the keys you see do you believe that? He's got the keys. And he's the one that opens and no man can shut. He's the one that shuts and no man can open. You and I don't have the keys. He does. And you can struggle to, to do this, do that, do the other. But believe. That's the key. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> believe. I want to ask you a question, ever so seriously. Do you believe that Jesus Christ, through his death, has destroyed him that has the power of death? Do you believe it? You think, how did the devil have the power of death? Well, he introduced death, didn't he? Satan introduced death and God said on the day that you eat of that tree you'll die and immediately as soon as they ate it they started to deteriorate they, they lost the life that God intended for them and eventually physically they die but they died to God and we're all dead to God we're dead in trespasses and sins unless God comes and works in us and makes us new creatures. But that devil that had the power of sin is being destroyed. I think that's absolutely wonderful. Had the power of, of death, sorry, has been destroyed.
So we need no longer to fear death. We need no longer to fear anything because perfect love casts out fear. Do you, there's, a, there's a little saying in John's first epistle, I won't turn you to it, but John the Apostle says, we have both known and believe the love that God hath towards us. So you can say, well, I know God loves me. Yeah, but do you believe it? I know God loves me. Bible says so. Yeah, but do you believe that God loves you personally? Do you believe he loves you? Do you believe it now, this minute? Yeah, well, let him cast out all your fear. Let him do it. Believe him.